0: Welcome back to You Are The Magic today. I have the beautiful Vicky here and her story is magnificent. She calls herself a reformed hustler and is now a time hacker. So welcome to the show, Vicky. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. I can't wait to hear your beautiful, delicious story. So what is your magical story that has gotten you to where you are today?
1: Yeah, well, I really like... To start with, it starts with my, I would say, my anxiety attacks, which sounds like such an interesting place to start this story. But it was a few years ago when I was experiencing what I didn't know at the time was anxiety attacks. But I was just waking up in the mornings, um, unable to breathe, shortness of breath, sweating and you know thoughts racing all that stuff and it was like I was my it was the time I became my own alarm clock (laughs) like I literally would like wake up fully alert and it happened every day for about two weeks before my partner my now husband was like huh something's going on with you and I am so grateful that I had that two weeks because had I been diagnosed, let's say with anxiety immediately, I think I would have gone down maybe more traditional routes, but because I'd spent two weeks experiencing it and then having my days be normal, um, I knew that there was nothing fundamentally wrong with me. And I think a lot of the story out there is like, there's something wrong with us. We're broken. We need to be fixed. And as it stands, I was like, actually, it's like this thing that happens. And then I get on with my day. Um, and then I went to Doctor Google and read lots of terrifying things and (laughs) wonderful that isn't (laughs) it? (laughs) Yeah, really great. Um, And things that just didn't make sense, like um, you know, one in five American adults will suffer from an anxiety disorder. My background was economics and statistics, and I was like, huh, twenty percent is kind of a population size of at least a hundred million is not a disorder it's a trend right um nowhere else in the world it's not like one percent or something so that was great and that's when I really started going into this work of how can we um, manage our anxiety and use it I mean my first podcast episode is anxiety as a superpower (laughs) Or your superpower, I can't remember what it's called. Um, But really it is this whole idea of like, we evolved to have anxiety for a reason. So that got me into the self-help development stuff. But at the time I was still running a startup. And then, as you said, like around a year year and a half ago, we closed that business. We were living in Austin, Texas. Uh, We moved back to Manchester to back into my parents as like a newly married couple, closed business back to Manchester, like real, like, uh, like my husband didn't have a job. Like I was, well, I've got this coaching business I could like, which I love, which I could go back to. And I came across my coach and fell in love with her and applied to work with her, got rejected. Yeah. That like, as in, as in she was hiring someone on her team. And then I was like, no, I'm still going to work with her and maxed out all of my credit cards to apply for her mastermind, which I didn't meet the income criteria for. And she literally, she's had me on a podcast since. She's like, you had no business applying.
0: Um, love <laughs> it.
1: got in and yeah like took that uncomfortable thing did what everyone and I think you know many of society would advise against and exploded my business really um so that's my story and and I think one of the things that we'll speak about here today as well is I did it while like like not while drastically reducing my work hours I'd spent my whole life hustling and admiring the hustle and wanting to hustle and like glamorizing I was like totally a sucker for like oh I'm gonna do my MBA while I do my startup and I'm gonna get financial qualifications while I work in finance so I can be in the office seven days a week and I just want to be successful into everything that i had been taught um, and seeing success men working long hours and like you literally just said you um don't usually work this late for you. And I do think this is something we're seeing now as a society everyone unravel. It's something that I've had to unravel and do the uncomfortable work of. So I think that is also magic when you start to see like you get to live life on your terms and you get to create success on your terms and your success is not a factor of the hours of work that you do. And that's really what I help other people do too.
0: Yeah, and I love that. And I love that you started off with my story starts with anxiety and you went down whatever route that you went down and I still feel that there's a huge mask and this, if you have anxiety and depression, you can't do anything because you are labelled with anxiety and depression. And if you've been listening to my show for a long time, I talk about how I've been through depression and I was medicated for med- for depression and anxiety mm-hmm. And I'm now no longer medicated because I now know the tools to use to help myself mm-hmm. move through it. Mm-hmm. But it's also really understanding who you are and not allowing someone else to label what's going on inside of you. And really I'm reveling what that is. And I love that you went to Dr. Google because Dr. Google's amazing. <laughs> I had appendicitis and I'd labeled myself as having inflamed intestines. I was so lucky that I went to the doctors the next day because they were that close to bursting, Um, it was intense. So don't use Dr. Google. Go and get, like, (laughs) medical advice. Yeah. (laughs) But I was actually talking about this with my coach yesterday. I'm like, I don't actually even really know what the hustle is. Like, I know that I've done Mm -hmm. the hustle. But I'm like, what actually is the hustle? And I have, and I love how you, like, I don't normally work this late. Tonight I'm actually working till 9 o'clock. It's something I never do anymore because that's not the life that I want to live. I want to go out with my girlfriends and have dinner and Mm -hmm. do things, but I'm taking tomorrow from 11 o'clock off for the rest of the weekend. So I'm like kind of need to do a little bit more today (laughs) to squeeze in tomorrow, which I would normally do. But then this is the thing. I get to now decide and choose when I do what I do. And it's the same as you. And this is what I really want to unpack today is about time hacking and how you've reduced your hours but you've increased the impact that you're creating and the amount of cash flow and it's not about the cash flow that comes into your bank account but Mm -hmm. it is to a degree but it's the impact that you get to make yeah being smarter and conserving your own energy
1: yes right like so for the listeners while I reduce my work days from six days to 15 hours, I've also 30x my business growth, my business revenue. So that's <laughs> like the math behind what we're talking about. Um, and yeah, it really comes down to, you know, we are taught to be busy. We are taught to fill our hours and we live in a world where there's always something to do. There's even always a new social platform, like even within having your own business. And then add to that, there's always a new, like I think about, I'm starting to, get into PR stuff now. Like there's always someone to pitch. Like there's so many magazines. There's like, there's all of these different things. We're not out of opportunities. Now we have access. Through technology to so many things, we are trained to be busy and then we live in a world where we have access to things that keep us constantly busy, even if that being busy is binge watching Netflix, right? Like how often are we spending time with our own brain? And hello, and I'm sure you would agree with this, I say our brain is our number one time tool. Yes, we are taught to rely on calendars, alarm clocks, fancy planners. All of those things aren't going to solve a brain that's like, oh, I know I was going to you know, go live on Facebook, but I'm actually really scared of other people judging me, so I'm not going to do that, right? Like the calendar can't make you do the thing.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that the calendar can't make you do the thing because I've done that exact thing. I've like put it in my calendar, go live, do this, and I go, oh, I don't want to, I'm scared. I love that. That is amazing. If you just got that, that's a golden nugget. (laughs) calendar can't make you do things yeah it's the brain
1: yes it's like no real consequence right you're just like oh I'll just move it to tomorrow and then the next day and then it's poof it's gone you're like oh what didn't matter
0: yeah and I love that and just before we jumped on a call I was in a meeting and we're talking and he said oh have you noticed that after six o'clock I I won't reply to you I thought well yeah but I never really actually comprehended why, like if something comes into my head, I just shoot it off and I'm I'm not expecting anything back until the following day anyway. But if I know that mm-hmm. if I don't do it then, it's not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he said, I actually at six o'clock, I shut off from the rest of the world. Everyone can wait until tomorrow. And it's me and my family time. I was like, Ooh. So mm-hmm. interesting for a 29-year-old young man building a business mm-hmm. to have said, I shut everybody else out and it's just family time from then on. And I was like, that is something you never really hear. Everyone feels like they need to be on. And my clients are up late sending me messages at like 11 o'clock. I'm like, what are you doing awake? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Put your phone down, be with your family, stop trying to hustle and do more and more and more. Cause you're not, the results not changing. The results staying the same, if not getting worse.
1: Right. Because everyone can be busy, but can everyone be creative? And that's the difference. Like I talk about the opposite of hustle being flow and flow is like when you are in that state performing that, you know, they say your productivity is 500 X, you better be taking time off. You can't create flow eight hours a day, even like it's not, that's not how we operate. Um, So what I tend to see in people and what I was the, the, the star student of myself is we are either you know, overstretching ourselves and overcommitting and overestimating what we can do. Or we're understretching ourselves, underestimating what we can do. And we tend to like bounce, we can even bounce between those two. And time hacking is really about optimizing your time on by doing the scary thing that actually moves the needle forward and dropping all of the busy work that's like literally, you know, the hours that we spend. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Oh, one word was it's, okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's Sorry. Okay.
0: <laughs> <wrong with> it. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Perfecting the thing that nobody notices. Um, that takes us out of our like expert energy and our creativity and our boldness and our courage. We're like focusing on the like the, the micro details, especially like as coaches, as visionaries, as as people that want to have an impact on the world it immediately shuts down our creativity with like, you could do something wrong. And you know, our brains are wired to avoid doing anything wrong. Oh, wrong, yeah. 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 So, I want
0: to I wanna peel back and go back because this is something that's just popped into my head and I, I think that it's really relevant to where we're at right now. Is yes. you didn't meet the financial criteria. You maxed out everything to go into this program to do yeah. the work, to get to where you are now. Yeah. What was going on for you, for you to go, this is what I actually truly deeply need and I'm going to become so resourceful
1: to get it? Yeah. Yeah, it's such a great question because, you know, it's so funny. Even my husband was like, I didn't ask him permission. I told him what I was doing. Good. And he was like <laughs> on board. But I, but like a few months later I was like, huh, like I think it was when my coach had me on her podcast was, and she said something about it. I was like, oh, I didn't even think like to ask him, I was so committed. I took such responsibility for it. And I think that's an important point because to do something like that, to take on, I took on $25,000 worth of debt, like he's not responsible for me taking on that debt. He can't give me permission for it. And what was going on in my head was really a commitment to to myself, to my future, to the impact I wanted to have. And I remember even thinking, because sometimes you think, oh, I have to be 100% sure before investing, 100% sure it's going to work out. And I wasn't 100% sure it was going to work out, right? But I remember thinking, I will be able to pay this debt off in my life, even if I end up working in a bar. Like, I want this experience. I'm all in. I'm sick of doing what I think I should do and doing careers that I think are responsible. Like, I know this is what I wanna do. I'm ready to go. Um, This is like, I was just, I remember the thought was like, I'm all in, whatever it takes, I'm all in. And not because I need, I think sometimes we set goals, we're like, or we invest, we're like, I need something back from this investment. We get like attached to it. And I was very much like, this is me going all in for who I will become in the process.
0: That's the golden nugget, who you're going to become in the process. And you took full responsibility without needing a guarantee. But you Mm -hmm. put a guarantee on yourself. And I'm not too sure if anyone's heard of Eric Thomas. Love him to bits. There's a podcast. I'm sorry, there's a YouTube clip called UOU. Mm -hmm. It is one of the most phenomenal podcast um YouTube things I've ever listened, it goes for like eight minutes. Eric Thomas, you are you. And there's a line in it where he says, you ask everybody else from a guar- for a guarantee, but when do you put a guarantee on yourself? When do you ask yourself for your money back? Yeah. I was like, oh. it's like, when was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror and asked you, where did you not show up? <laughs> where did you not do yeah. the thing? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's so powerful. And, I, and this is one of the things that, Anyone that's listening to this right now, if you want something and the money is an issue, become so resourceful, like Vicky did. And I've done this numerous times, and I still have some debt from going all in because I needed the experience. I wanted the transformation. I wanted it all the way, whatever was supposed to come for it f- from it. And I had exactly the same headspace. I'd go get a job in a bar and I can pay it off.
1: Yeah. I think, um, it, For me, up until that point, I'd had all these stories around debt, which is so interesting because, like, well, debt for education is okay, and debt for a house is okay, like, huge debt is okay. But um, I really had all of those stories, and it stopped me investing in my previous business, to be honest. Um, And really, the way I saw it at this point in my brain was like, debt is giving me the opportunity. to do something now like it's like oh I get to access money now like I had to increase all the different cards and all the different things and like I said we moved back in with my parents and um, I think my husband at one point was getting up at 5am to go to like a random catering job and then he got this like door-to-door sales job we were really like it didn't even last that long here's the thing i was gonna say we were really in it but it was like about two months before i was like boom like i I didn't give myself the option to fail when we give our brain an out we are battling with our brain's natural instinct to go for the out to be lazy like we are not lazy our brains are lazy they're wired to be lazy it's a survival skill it's how we conserved energy and lived in the wild like anyone listening that thinks they're lazy yes well, easy, all of us. So what I'd done at that point in time was removed, like it was way more uncomfortable to not go out than it was to go out. Whereas previously I'd be like, well, I could right, make an offer. I don't know. Like I could not. Suddenly it was like, oh, and it actually started, I'm going to give my coach credit. It started because I didn't meet the income criteria. Right. So, um, I'd made like $9,000 in my business. And she was like, it's $25,000 to get in the program. And she was like, you can come in the program, but you need to make $25,000 in like this two months before it. So I was like, oh, um, so I had to make $15,000 um, in two months. And that really, I loved the the time frame. I loved like my willingness to fail. I signed a client, they asked for a refund, like everything, like it was not like, and then magic happened. And I felt <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I felt <laughs> like, oh, I'm ready. I've <laughs> arrived. It was like the willingness to keep going even when, Things went wrong, the willingness to keep going even on the day, like, which could be sometimes not doing something for a day, right? It wasn't like always keep going up, but like it was really being so clear and focused on like my one mission. And that, you know, massively boosted my confidence and my commitment. And then I was in like a success loop, I would say.
0: Or well, success loop. I love that. And it is, mm-hmm. it's such a powerful thing. <laughs> I started to climb up at the end of last month and mm-hmm. she I saw her face going and the eyes were rolling around and that's what's going on. So I was just about to say I need to ask my husband for permission to pay for it. She goes, and I don't. I don't need yeah. to ask him. She goes, it was just an excuse. And I was like, yep, yeah. because you're taking full responsibility for where you're heading now. And she was like, yes. But it was interesting to watch the thought process because I knew that she had the money. She knew that she had the money. Yeah. But the excuse of, is it going to work? Am I going to put in the work? Can I use the excuse of, am I the decision maker? Oh, yeah, I am the decision maker. And in the first, she's doing amazing. And all we focused on for her was, what are you doing for your morning routine? Exercise and yeah. journal. That was it. And organically, she's just made $1,000. And then she's just people flowing into her experience. like All mm-hmm. because we focused on, journaling and exercise the end Mm. that was it because she already knew what to do in a business she just wasn't setting up her love cup filling up her love cup with the things that she needed to do she was busy being busy with the kids and the husband and all the things it's like coming back to self you only need an hour two hours a day if that in your business to create a sustainable amount of money coming through into your business and i love how you chopped your hours down to 15 hours and that you said even watching Netflix is
1: busy being busy. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's interesting because I do th- I do encourage – I have a client and she's like, she came to me feeling guilty about watching Netflix, which was taking away from her actual rest time, um, like, from her time off. So so often we're doing that. We're guilting ourselves in our time off. I've, I've read something that was like, what was it, 40, 47% of our of, – that you know of our time is spent thinking about doing things that we're not doing at that point in time. Forty-seven percent. And that typically comes because we are under resourced in both. So we are we aren't taking you know, well-rested time off and we aren't truly focusing in our time on, which means when we're off, we're thinking about the things that we've not got done. And when we're on, we're thinking about and fantasizing about the time we can get off. And really it's like, if we just took more time off, typically I would say for most people, that's what it is. It's like really, uh, more higher quality time off. Then we show up in our time on like a hundred X,
0: 100 percent and as you were saying that (laughs) earlier today (laughs) a friend was talking to me and I was like this he goes you're not with me are you he goes put your phone like I didn't even have my phone in my hand he's like put the phone away he gave me his phone I've got my phone we put it away and we just sat there and we actually had a conversation and then I was just like I actually really wasn't being present. Like I was completely off in a whole nother world going, these are all the things that need to get done this afternoon, da da da, da, da da da. But I specifically put that time aside to see him before my meeting, before we jump on a call. But it was yeah. what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, instead of being here in the moment, like I'm here. Let's be together in this mm. moment. So good. And I was just like, wow, this is what I teach people And I- <laughs> And I'm well, guilty. Don't get be, you don't <laughs> have to be human once you're a coach. <laughs> yeah, so guilty. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. But I have loved this conversation. There's so much juiciness and deliciousness in this conversation around becoming resourceful, having that clear focus and the intention of where you're heading, not having mm. a plan B and knowing that you're amazing.
1: mm. Yeah, I think that's the, the big realisation that came for me in this process. And like, so the first six months of last year, I like 4x that investment. And I came out of that and and I was like, oh my God, we are far more capable than we think we are. Like, why was my brain telling me that I like couldn't do things for so long? And really, once like the commitment was there, it like things don't, you know, my big thing that I teach is like things don't take time. They take as long as we let them. Um, but unfortunately we can let things take forever, right? Because we just get, get to do that. We don't, our, we, our brain doesn't fully comprehend that our time is our resources limited. Like that's, you know, we speak about money debt, but I speak about time debt, right? Like when you are borrowing time from your future self, you know what you can't do in the future, create more Not time. That that um, we can create more money exactly like me and you have both done. Um, so yeah, that's the one thing I would say to everyone is really, I promise you, I know every single person, I've seen it with hundreds of clients, like you are far more capable than your brain is letting you onto. And that's that's the issue is we just believe that like, oh, well, I'm just, like if I'd have thought, oh, I'm just, you know, this investment, if I don't make it, I'm, it's just going to be a six-figure business, which is was already like a huge goal but then it's like a multiple six figure business and a 15 hour work week. And I wanna start having a family. And this means I'm gonna get to live like the life that I want in terms of having quality time um, and relationships and all of these things. Like it's, this is why I think, you know we both probably do the work that we do is like it's available for everyone. It's not like, you know, you asked me my magic story but it's not unique to me. It's available for everyone.
0: Hundred percent, a hundred percent, and it's just—I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have loved every minute. I seriously could sit here and talk to you for hours because this is so juicy. Where do you hang out on socials on all the things? How can people get in contact with you and be in your vortex?
1: Yeah, I would follow me on Instagram. It's at Vicky Louise underscore underscore underscore. So it's V I K K I. Louise, I love how I did three underscores. I didn't really think about it. Now I've been that. I'm like, sorry guys, it's three. Um, I'm invested now. Um, and also my podcast, F asterisk CK Anxiety and get SH asterisk T done. And those are probably two of enough places. You can find everything else there.
0: Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Is there anything that we've missed that you'd like to say? before we jump off
1: it's just really the same thing of like you like you listening to this now you already know you want more that's why you are listening to this podcast like lean into it it's supposed like it's uncomfortable for everyone I think we look at successful people we're like oh wow Like even like Beyonce it's like oh wow she's amazing it's like she is willing to feel worse and do it anyway because you feel terrible you feel terrified either way so, I would say that like you are listening to this podcast, you want to do something, you are ambitious about life, this like you are investing time in listening to this for a reason. What is that reason? And what would it be like to lean into it? What is your equivalent of like, what is something scary, and uncomfortable that you can do to lean into it? It doesn't have to be putting $25,000 on credit card, uh, but it might be posting, you know, one of my clients when he posted about what he was doing on Facebook and like it left his job and like even that was like such a big thing for him so what is one thing you can do today for the for the dream that you really want
0: I love that and as you're saying that live with no regrets Mm. no regrets and I was talking to someone today and they're like I just love your willingness not to give up Lex that willingness you've just kept going you've just kept going and you've just like they've seen me in my darkest, darkest times of I'm giving up, I'm quitting the world, I'm quitting my life, I'm quitting everyone mm-hmm. I want to go mm-hmm. hide in a hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they're like, and then I was like, oh, I can see there's still a little bit of light and I've kept going. Yeah. And you know that the more you keep going and the more you move that needle, I love how you mentioned that earlier today, is moving the needle just slightly even if it's half a percent.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been great.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for jumping on with me. Go and find Vicky on Insta and go over to her podcast and get into her world because she's amazing. So thank you again. Thank you. Bye. 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 We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.